0: Everybody, Duke Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Locked On Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to another episode of the Locked On Blue Devils Podcast. My name is JJ Jackson, and it's so great to have you here with us on this Monday, August 7th, 2023. Hope that everyone had an amazing weekend and excited to be back at it for another week, talking all things Duke Athletics. Of course, we're counting down the days. Until Labor Day, that'll be the first game of the football season for the Duke Blue Devils when they host Clemson. But we've got a lot of basketball to discuss today, including a trip back down memory lane to talk about Kyrie Irving with our good pal Pablo Kong from Ball Durham. We'll do that on our show here today. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to follow and subscribe to our podcast feed for free. Wherever you get your podcasts, you'll be able to listen to the show each and every day. I would encourage you to leave a five-star rating and review uh, about this podcast. Your support means the world to us. Watch us on YouTube each and every day. Hit that subscribe button to our YouTube channel as well. I'm on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore... And, of course, be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. All right, he's set to make his second appearance here today on Lockdown Blue Devils. He's by way of Ball Durham, and it's our good buddy Pablo Kong who joins us now on the show. The reception was so incredibly warm your first time around. Super easy decision to bring you back onto the program, Pablo. hope you're doing well, man.
1: Yeah, I'm doing good, JJ, man. How you doing, bro? I appreciate you having me. It was great last time, man. I'm just looking forward to having another great show, brother.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's talk about uh, some of the latest news that we've had uh, with this Duke basketball team. We last spoke uh, in the middle of July, a few weeks ago, and we've had some movement on the coaching staff. Emmanuel Dildy's coming over from Oklahoma to fill that last spot. We, of course, have some big recruiting news Uh, and players that we're following in terms of when they could possibly be making a commitment decision. And then, of course, uh, we had a trip to Chicago for the Duke men's basketball team, a good bonding exercise for those guys. I mean, how have you felt about the last few weeks of Duke basketball?
1: Well, I'm just like every other Duke fan. I'm excited. Uh, I think the last few weeks have been interesting. Uh, we ready ready. Honestly, I'm just ready for some news. You know, I mean, some good news. Uh, and, you know, I think as Duke fans. We get a little spoiled sometimes, you know, especially when we got recruit after recruit committing to Duke. So I'm just ready for some news, though, JJ. But I'm, I'll tell you, I'm, I am excited.
0: <laughs> so let's get into that. Let's get into some of the news that we're looking for. Last week, Cooper Flagg uh, went on an unofficial visit to Duke to see John Shire and company. He posted some workout photos with uh, his buddy, Sean Stewart, who he was high school teammates with. There at Montverde, you're from Maine, and making the trip down to Florida a convenient stop there in Durham and uh, Pop, or excuse me, and uh, Con- uh, Cooper Flag pulled up for a visit.
1: Yeah, so yeah, Cooper Flag on campus pulled up for an unofficial. Um, I think you know, it sent the the, the social media and, and, and just the news world, the basketball world, in a frenzy. Uh, everybody was talking about it, and it's it's honestly it's good news because I do believe that was his first college visit, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's, it's huge to have him on campus. I mean, he took the pictures. I mean, you see the pictures dropped today. He looks like, he looks like a Duke player. He looks good in uniform. You know, we are just waiting for a commitment. I, I, that's basically what it comes down to. Um, and I don't want to, you know, make any bold predictions or anything, but, uh, I do think he's going to be a Duke blue devil.
0: I do too. I mean, it's certainly, uh, there's plenty of reason for optimism with early, early interviews that he had in his recruiting process that Duke has always been one of his favorite teams, his favorite team period, and uh, what it would be like to get to play for them, to take this unofficial visit, uh, to know what this program stands for and their ability to produce top level talent. Well, you're right. At the end of the week, we saw Cooper Flack actually post photos from the visit wearing the Duke uniform you put on that number two jersey for Duke and that's just got to be a whole different feeling for a recruit it's one thing to see that scholarship offer right to be able to hold that in your hands I bet it's an entirely different feeling when you do put on a uniform for the first time
1: yeah no absolutely JJ I think uh you know I can only imagine you know what Cooper was was going through his head you know I remember the first time I you know stepped on uh, uh on the floor at Duke and I I was just there as a fan, you know what I mean? So I can just imagine, you know, knowing that he has a chance to play for a program like that, you know, super prestigious, probably the best program in college basketball. I mean, really, there's no probably. It is the best program in college basketball. So uh, I I can just only imagine how he feels and how he felt at that time. And I know he's probably excited. And like I said, we're all excited for Cooper as well.
0: Excited to see exactly what this decision Mm -hmm. or timeline looks like for him, because the one thing to watch, as we discussed last week with, um, my friend Isaac Trotter from 247 Sports who had just a remarkable profile of Cooper Flagg and his family. And I do want folks to go back and, and read that to talk about his upbringings from Maine, the fact that no basketball players really make it out of Maine, how competitive he and his family are. But there's just this big, big rumor looming that at this point I don't even know if it's a rumor anymore, but it seems as though Cooper Flagg is going to make the decision to reclass into the class of 2024, it speeds him up in his timeline to get to the NBA. Given his age, this is a move that he would be able to make. So, uh, again, that's not official just yet, Pablo. But it does feel like uh, before you know it, it'll be Cooper Flag coming a year earlier to college than many people initially thought.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. um I, I mean, I'm I'm with everybody else. You know, what I mean, I think I wrote a piece on Cooper like in may or june and i and i mentioned something about a reclass and uh you know i got a lot of a lot of feedback uh, off of the article that i wrote on cooper flag so i mean i think it's just a matter of time and i think it makes total sense i mean he doesn't have anything else to prove in high school but again you know what i mean i'm not in cooper's shoes only thing i could do is just cheer for him and just you know i want him to make the best decision for him and his family um and i think that that's what it'll come down to uh i know Coach Shire and the rest of the coaching staff and even the players are, you know, they're there welcoming welcoming him with open arms. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I think ultimately, like you, JJ, I think he does reclass. And it's going to be great for Duke.
0: Excited to see what that looks like officially and how he can continue to add to this class of 2024 that's already got a couple of really premier players in the group and could possibly be adding more here in the future. A lot of things to discuss Here with our good buddy Pablo Kong from Ball Durham and we'll continue our conversation after our first time out here on today's show. Lockdown Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our very good friends over at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster. And for free, add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you would like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses write LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and
1: conditions apply. <laughs> Moving forward here
0: on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils, JJ Jackson alongside my pal Pablo Kong, who is a contributor for balldurham.com. Tell me a little bit about your work and where people can follow you, Pablo.
1: Uh, yeah, y'all can uh, y'all can follow me at uh, on Twitter at Coach P. Kong. also on I, on Instagram uh, at pa, uh, Pablo Kong uh, Scouting. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I write for the Ball Durham. Uh, I got a lot of stories up there, and you can check me out at the Ball Durham.
0: Awesome. We'll be sure to uh, go check out the great work that you've been up to. I want to get into one of your stories uh, that you wrote on Kyrie Irving and his lone season at Duke in just a little bit. But I do want to keep talking recruiting just a bit more here with you. Again, the class of 2024 is shaping up. The Blue Devils already have two commitments from Isaiah Evans and Darren Harris. And at the time of our recording, that's all that's on the horizon right now, or excuse me, that I've committed for Duke. More on the horizon, though, possibly with some 2024 recruits making decisions soon. Catch us up to speed. Where are we right now?
1: Yeah, so we got uh, – so I know uh, Dylan Harper, uh, it's, it's said that he's supposed to be committing soon, and also Floria uh, Bedunga. Um, unfortunately – well, unfortunately, I, I don't think that Duke will end up with uh, Dylan Harper, but I think we're good on Flory Bedunga. I can, I can pretty much – not guaranteed, but I'm, I'm pretty sold on the fact that Flory Badunga will be a Duke Blue Devil.
0: So with that being said, trying to figure out when exactly these commitments will take place. I saw the other day, of course, we've got the uh, Under Armour uh, circuit that's taking place right now on ESPNU. A lot of games will be broadcasted. Badunga will be showcased in this event, and it feels as though we're setting up for a possible you know, TV. We've seen those courtside kind of interview commitments, maybe that's what Flory's setting us up for.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that might be possible, JJ. Um, that if that happened, you know, that, that'd be great. Um, I'm not sure about the game schedule or when it's happening, but um, I'm going a, I'm to a look out for that. And uh, if he, you know, if he committed on TV, that, that would be great. Maybe that is something <laughs> that he's waiting for. Uh, we've seen that in the past with guys like Jason Tatum and other guys. So that would be great.
0: Tell us about the player, Flory Bedunga. What would Duke be getting if they land him as a commit?
1: So uh, Flory Bedunga, 6'8", 6'9", absolute monster on the court. Uh, Top-level defender, elite defender, super long wingspan, uh, shot blocker, vertical spacer. On offense, uh, you got a guy that's uh, – his offense is developing. So he's – he's in high school, he's able to dominate. In college, it will be a little bit more difficult. But uh, his shot is coming along pretty nicely. It doesn't look too bad. Uh, he's a monster on the glass. Uh, he's able to, you know – do a lot of different things. He can switch on defense and he's, you know, laterally he can move. So that would be a, a heck of a pickup for Duke.
0: And they're always needing rim protection, as we've talked about uh, in recent seasons. Duke has been pretty elite in that regard. Excited to see what that looks like this upcoming year with Kyle Filipowski playing the ton at the five. Uh, but, but being, you know, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, not the tallest center that we've seen in recent years for Duke. But nonetheless, as you're saying, he is quite well at defending the rim.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, he's a, he's, a, he's an absolute monster though, JJ. I understand that he might not be the seven footer that we had in, you know, Mark and, and Derek. Uh, but, you know, the things that he does bring to the table is, you know, a super high motor. His motor is always running hot. He never takes a playoff, you know? So with guys like that, you know, he's super coachable with guys like that. You can't, you can't really replace that. You know, he has heart. Uh, he's, he's strong, you know, he's got the broad shoulders, so he, he fits right into what uh, I think what Duke is going in the direction as far as defense first.
0: You mentioned Dylan Harper. We're expecting a decision uh, coming soon from Mr. Harper himself. At the time of our recording, again, we haven't heard anything, but a lot of people really do feel like this is Rutgers' kind of race to lose uh, in that regard. So with that being said, taking a look at this Duke team, other uh, kind of recruits to be aware of with lists being cut down this time of year, Tyler Betsy, another player, uh, that recently cut his list down to seven schools. I see you nodding already. What can you tell us about Mr. Betsy?
1: Yeah, no, another phenomenal player, and I think that's another option for Duke. Uh, I know we got similar guys already committed to that class, and Darren Harris and Isaiah he- Evans. But you know, Betsy, he's a guy that that'll fall right into that right into place and and fit the mold of what John Shire is trying to trying to go with anyway. So I think recruiting multiple guards. Uh, that could play multiple positions is the best thing. So, you know, a guy like Tyler Betsy, he's also a good, a good defender, a lockdown defender, excellent shooter. Um, I I think it's a, I honestly think it's a possibility, JJ. I think it's a possibility that we can, uh, we can snag Betsy.
0: So of course he's got an upcoming visit on September 16th, Tyler Betsy from the state of Connecticut. Yukon is notably uh, in the running as well. And they, reigning national champs, that's a lot to speak for there. But Betsy recently spoke with rivals and was asked about Duke and asked about an upcoming visit on September 16th. And Tyler Betsy said, quote, they gave their freshmen a lot of freedom this year. I like that they let them play through their mistakes, which ultimately led to them winning the ACC tournament and eventually uh, even winning a game in the national tournament. Then the pedigree for Duke speaks for itself. Uh, end quote. We don't talk about that. These freshmen do like the fact that uh, Duke kind of lets you do your thing. And and credit to John Shire in year one, when particular freshmen or players in general were struggling, they weren't immediately sent to the bench. They were given that opportunity to kind of work through it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, you know, that just speaks, that's a testament of, you know, the kind of coach that John Shire is and what he's going to be going forward Uh, with him being, I think he's 35 years old, Right now, you know, he he can relate to the players. So he's a a player's coach, you know. So I think it is a big deal when you have a guy. And that's a very recruitable thing uh, that you can use, a recruiting tool that you could use is knowing that, you know, a coach is not just going to sit you for making mistakes. And we've seen that time and time again last year with John Shire. And I do believe we will see that again, even though we have a lot of guys that aren't freshmen. But we will see. Uh, our freshmen come in make some mistakes and still get a chance to you know redeem themselves and they won't be just pulled so I think that's huge that's huge and so for Tyler Betsy to say something like that that's a heck of a quote JJ
0: and then also in the class of 2024 new names to kind of be aware of uh, with lists being finalized Tyler Betsy a four-star has Duke in his top seven a top 10 player in the country uh, and VJ Edgecombe from the state of New York recently trimmed his list down to 10 schools and Duke is still in the running six foot five 180 what do you like about VJ Edgecombe uh,
1: I, I like everything about VJ <laughs> you know, I saw him whew, quite a few times during this past AU season and um, I, I I mean I just I liked everything I saw about him I like his you know the thing about about VJ Edgecombe that I like the most is I I think it was just him being so coachable and when things weren't going his way, you know, he was able to just overcome that stuff, you know what I mean, and just get past it and really show a lot of leadership on that team who was down. You know, he plays with Michael Brown, so the point guard was down for a while. He had to play point guard. Sometimes things weren't going in his way. He still stayed in his guy's ears, kept him engaged in the game. But overall, you know, VJ Edgecombe is a heck of a player, like you said, 6'5 guy, uh, another kid with broad shoulders, and you could tell as he gets older, he's going to have a, a bigger frame. Uh, I do believe he might even get a little taller, super long arms, Very, very, very athletic. Uh, I think the only thing with VJ is that they just got to define his position. I think, you know, he's got to figure out – well, it's not him, but the coaches have to figure out if they're going to, you know, want him to be a point guard or, you know, a shooting guard. So I think that's the biggest thing with him. But other than that, he's another guy that fits right in with the Duke mold. So I, I really like him, J.J.
0: State of New York, top ten list for VJ Edgecombe, Florida, Baylor, Duke, Alabama, St. John's, Miami, Florida State, UConn, Michigan, and the NBA G League, Ignite. I think a lot of this, uh, talking about so many names that we're throwing at folks, if Cooper Flagg reclasses to 2024, that changes the dynamic entirely. But also, who's returning? Like, we still have a basketball season to be played, and of the four main returners coming back this season – plus four incoming freshmen, how many years do they stay in Durham? And that kind of limits the, the scholarships that may or may not be available. It's always moving chess pieces for John Shire and this coaching staff to figure out what the roster is going to look like year to year.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. That's just something that, you know, I think that as, as time goes on, John Shire, he's going to get, you know, he's, he's already good at it. He's going to get excellent at it. And um, I don't think any of those guys that came back this year—the four guys, the four main guys—I don't think any of them going to be in Durham next year. So (laughs) I I think, as far as scholarships, I think we're going to be okay, JJ. I think we're going to be okay. I think that's going to be four guys that's going to be in the NBA draft. Uh, Hopefully, Jeremy uh, gets picked up by a team. Uh, But I know the other three will definitely get drafted and. That's four open scholarships right there, JJ. Yeah, and yeah. not
0: not to mention these freshmen that may or may not be climbing up some draft boards and that yeah. sort of thing. So come one, come all, yeah. as we're talking to recruits in the class of 2024. That's awesome. All right, let's step aside for one more timeout, and then we come back and we have a little fun with our good buddy Pablo Kong here on today's episode of Locked on Blue Devils. Locked on Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends at ebay motors for a championship team it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit it's the same when it comes to your vehicle every part needs to fit just right so the next time you need parts and accessories head to ebay motors with ebay guaranteed fit you can be sure every part that you need fits just right the first time around add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors, and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win with the right parts are guaranteed. You can get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's write eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. a few moments here of today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils, JJ Jackson, alongside my pal Pablo Kong. Alright, let's talk about Kyrie Irving's lone season in Durham. This is a recent story that you wrote for balldurham.com. Why did you want to put this piece together?
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate that, JJ. So, like, the, basically, the Kyrie Irving article just came about is I was scrolling through Twitter, and I, I seen some, you know, I seen some clips of Kyrie in the, in, in the Drew League, and I was just like, man, he's so special you know i mean so i just kind of i just kind of had a nostalgia with it and uh so i just i just fired up the youtube and the synergy i went back and i looked at some uh some duke games because it was a while ago Uh, i had to refresh my memory and i just started looking at the duke games i watched about five of them and i was like oh man we should have won the national championship that year so i decided to write about it you know i wanted to bring people back and just to let them know you know i mean how special that team was, and not in, in in particular how Kyrie was special. You know what I mean? And we we should have won that national championship, but that's okay. So, uh, yeah, that's basically the you know the reason why I wrote that article, J.J.
0: Kyrie Irving short-lived but impactful year in Durham. Balldurham.com also direct links to uh, some Kyrie Irving Duke highlights for you to go back and look at. That year, uh, Duke's coming off the 2010 national championship. They're getting the number one player in the country. They're bringing back Nolan Smith and Kyle Singler to go into their senior seasons as you know national champions. Uh, Nolan Smith really took his game up to the next level that season, but some of those performances, you're right, that Kyrie had. A lot of people want to go back to that Michigan State game that he had uh, kind of in Cameron. If he had played the whole season and if Duke was really in a groove going into the NCAA tournament, I don't see any reason why they couldn't have won back-to-back championships.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, J.J., you're, you're right. You know what I mean? I, just, I And that's what I wholeheartedly believe. And, you know, with him getting injured and and he was out for, what, two and a half months, almost three months. And then he came back and he still played well when he came back. But it kind of threw the team off. So I just believe that, you know, that whole season was just, you know, it was, it was upsetting, you know, seeing how it unfolded. But uh, he had a special 11 games. I tell you that he had a very special 11 games, J.J.
0: I want to write, yeah, he's so talented despite the limited collegiate career and still drafted number one overall by the Cleveland Cavaliers in the 2011 draft. I love what you wrote here. It only adds to the mystique of what could have been accomplished at Duke that season had he been healthy the whole year. We never know. We never will know. But it is fun to kind of speculate. And it's awesome that even playing just 11 games for the Blue Devils, Kyrie claims Duke. There's no deny. I mean, he definitely claims being a part of the Brotherhood.
1: Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. You know, it's not too many guys that 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 go to Duke and don't claim to be the Brotherhood. You know, and so, and I think it's a it's a special thing. You know what I mean? And you can see how it's passed on uh, from player to player. And also, you know, Kyrie Irving, he, he's in every commitment video, yeah. me and with the, the, another one. Right. <laughs> so yeah, Kyrie is definitely a. Uh, a Dookie and he's a brotherhood guy and uh, I'm just I'm, I'm happy he, he was a part of the Brotherhood and you know we will always claim him.
0: Really excited to see what happens for him in, in this upcoming season going back to the Dallas Mavericks already won NBA championship uh, he's been outspoken throughout his NBA career. It feels as though as of late more of the conversation around Kyrie has to do with off the court topics rather than what this guy is able to do with the basketball in his hands. And he's gotten a little bit chippier in recent weeks uh, on Twitter and on other platforms, kind of reminding folks that uh, it seems like Kyrie's ready to let people know just exactly the type of basketball player he is.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's one of the things about Kyrie Irving and what comes along with the whole, you know, stigma of being Kyrie Irving is, uh, you know, a lot of stuff that he that happens off the court, which, you know, I have no problem with, you know, I'm in agreement with Kyrie with, probably 99% of the things that he does off the court, um, just to be clear. But, uh, you know, as far as on the court, I mean, I, man, I think he's going to tear the NBA up this season, uh, this upcoming season. Nobody's going to be able to stop him. And I think he's on a mission. Just like you said, he is a little chippier uh, on social media and in interviews and things like that. And I, and I like that from him. You know, I like that from him. And I think that kind of, you know, will, will fuel him. Not that he needs the fuel, because, I mean, I don't think he's – guardable anyway i don't yeah. think he can guard him so uh yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what he does this season and, and i'll tell you jj I'm, I'm in his corner i'm rooting for him i really am
0: i think uh i'm, I'm laughing because i'm remembering i think one of the more recent posts uh that Kyrie put out there on instagram is that uh, he's gone away with the beard he uh went yeah. for a, a clean face shave and uh, hadn't seen Kyrie without that bearded look in quite some time so that was kind of fun to look back at <laughs> Always yeah. having a good time is Kyrie Irving. Yeah,
1: absolutely, good. yeah.
0: Good stuff. Well, Pablo, this has been a whole lot of fun chopping it up with you, talking about various topics across the Duke basketball landscape. One more time, kind of remind folks where they can find you and all of your work.
1: Hey, guys, y'all can find me uh, on Twitter at Coach P. Kong. You can also find me on Instagram at Pablo Kong Scouting. Uh, and you can also find me uh, at the Five Point Podcast with, with my guys D. AC, Jack, and TK, uh, Five Point Fam, we in the building.
0: JJ needs to make an appearance on uh, on. Uh, I'm saying.
1: Absolutely. You're I got Throwing out
0: team. all these initials. I mean, I, I need to be a part of the fan. Plug. I
1: got one more plug for you, JJ. Shout out to my man, Kevin Connolly from the Ball Durham. I'm yes. also part <laughs> of the Ball Durham. Shout out to Kevin Connolly for bringing me on board. I'm I'm indebted to you, brother, and I appreciate you, man.
0: Yeah. And without Kevin kind of made the connection easy for me and you. And, and here we are having a great conversations. So make sure you go check out all of Pablo's work. And we're going to do this again sometime soon, Pablo. Okay.
1: All right, JJ. I appreciate all right. it.
0: That's my pal Pablo Kong from Ball Durham joining us here on the program today. And that's going to do it for another episode of Locked Blue Devils, do make sure that you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Leave us a five-star rating and written review on the Apple Podcast platform. I really would appreciate that. That'll do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. My name is JJ Jackson. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you and good day.